Hey everybody, it's the R&B Show. Can you dig it? And now, here's Ricardo and Brett. I swear that, that music gets more funky every time I hear it. Rosie, good selection, good copyright-free music or non-copyrighted, is that how you say it? Oh, we're and, not going to get in trouble for you. Yeah, there you go. And uh, But yeah, then the, the sultry voice again, that's Jim Rosendick. Rosie, I'm going to introduce him first because that's the first voice that you hear. Uh, here on the R and B show, the facial the podcast. expressions into it when he's saying that uh, that opening. <laughs> I, I, was, I was really studying how he did that. To <laughs> Ooh, like very today. white over there, but uh, yeah. into it. Uh, uh, good afternoon, everyone. It's Wednesday. It's noon. It's time for another episode. It's November. It's November first. Yeah, welcome to the R and B show, episode number eleven of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. I'm your co-host Ricardo Arguello. Hanging out with me, as always, is Brett Christofferson. We're both with USA Today Network Wisconsin. We talked about our McLovin. That's Jim Rosendick over there holding it down on the production end. And always doing a great job for us. Uh, but, yeah, we're excited because I think this is a big show because we've got some interesting things to talk about. Uh, Brett, you have something to say right I away? I do. Before <laughs> you get into the show, and, and, and it, it kind of jogged my memory here because uh, I, I had a little Facebook post on it yesterday. But now that it's November, Halloween is over. I guess that the unofficial end of fall and now all the Christmas stuff starts. Yes. I, well, actually, I've been doing that since mid-October, actually, listening to Christmas. What's music. the matter with but you? But that's me, though. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm, full, I'm full of cheer. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm jolly. Uh, so, you know, those two <laughs> things make me think about Christmas all L- the time. Listen to me. You and I can't agree if we have noodles and chili. I say noodles and chili. You don't want noodles and chili. You call it chili <laughs> mac. I call it delicious chili. Now we're disagreeing. The fa- listen, Christmas doesn't start until the Friday. Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, that's when the focus turns to Christmas. I don't want to be walking through stores and seeing Christmas decorations up at the end of September I don't want to see my, my, my town have Christmas trees all lined up on the streets. I don't want to hear Christmas tunes. And for heaven's sakes, Hallmark Channel, back <laughs> off on the Christmas movies. Yep. Huh? That's all that's on in my house right now. now I, I thought they were supposed to wait till after Halloween for those, but you said they were already running yes, in mid-October? Uh, it, my wife's been getting into them. There have been exclusives. Of Bobby Ewing, uh, Patrick Duffy starred in one of them, and you see the same actors and actresses. It's the same story, just different backdrops. Enough! I'm gonna. Thanksgiving is the best holiday. Of the I year. don't. I don't disagree with you. I love Thanksgiving too, but, but I have only one thing to say to you. And, and Rosie, make sure you get this. Okay. You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. Do I have a heart? The, you the might size as well. Of, I think so. The I mean, size of a golf uh, ball I mean, right because, now. Uh, man, goodness, man, is this is this is when you have good cheer, man. This is a great oh. time of the year. I can't wait for it to happen. And and uh, it's not just so much about you know some of the walking through the stores and stuff. It's about being with family and everything like yes, that. Yes, I you agree. Could, and I you know Thanksgiving and and Christmas back to back. Fantastic! Some of my favorite, you know, my favorite time of the year. But you and get, you get, you just get worn out by the time Christmas actually then arrives. You're just ready for it to be over with, right? I mean, enough's enough. <laughs> well, yeah. So you're one of those guys who takes the tree down right away on, tw- on the twenty. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's down before Christmas. No, it's, uh, it's usually right after the New Year. Okay. We don't put the. It, there's a rule in my house, Rosie. I don't know about your house. The yeah. tree does not go up until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. that doesn't after happen. Thanksgiving. I don't, and I don't care if Thanksgiving's late. Yep. <laughs> that tree doesn't go up yeah. until the best holiday of the year is no, over, and, no and, my, and my belly music. is full with turkey. No Christmas music till after Thanksgiving. I mean, after on the way home from Thanksgiving, you can we can listen to Christmas. Yeah, music. Yeah, Thanksgiving but, at that point it's over. But, it's interesting. You know. Yeah, you say that, Brett, because if you look on here on my music, uh, I'll let you look on my iPhone because you're the on, you're the only one that can see it. What do I have here? Right here. Um, a Christmas playlist. I already have 51 songs on there that I put together on my iPhone. Nice. So nice. yeah. 
you know, uh, hey, I'm, I'm always thinking about Christmas. But enough about that. Let's Brett. talk high school. Yeah, well, uh, let's sport, let's run huh? down uh, let's run down what we're going to go through here on the on the, on the R and B show. Uh, we're going to get our football, our thoughts from this past week of the playoff games. Uh, uh, then we're going to look ahead to the three games that are left uh, here, or actually two, and then we're going to talk on one later as we end the show. The three playoff games remaining in the Appleton area, and then we're going to talk about some tough venues. Interesting story put together by my fun. man Tim Johnson on, on scary venues, kind of Halloween themed mm-hmm. a little bit, because I know you and I have been in some really, really in- incredible environments when it comes to high school sports throughout our area. We'll touch on those maybe a little bit. Then I'm going to give some love to WISD Cross Country Champs Freedom. They won the D2 State Cross Country Girls title. As expected. As expected. I'm going to talk about them a little bit uh, because that was a great, great moment. I was there to see it with Thane Jones. We'll talk about more of that in a little bit. Also, got to give some props to, some, to our state girls volleyball team. Kimberly is heading over there uh, to play River Falls uh, tomorrow, actually. I'll be at that, by the way, Brett, at the Rest Center. And then, uh, and then we're going to look ahead to Kimberly Fond du Lac. That's our big live stream coming up this Friday. And we'll kind of uh, wrap up a little bit, Brett, talking about uh, Jordan McCabe and that great charity event he had uh, this past Saturday with a lot of high-profile basketball players, both boys and girls. Uh, and what a great charity event. Raised 25000 I yeah. think he, he, he sent us a note. So, yeah, good, good, fun-filled show. But as always, we always start with, with playoffs and football. Brett, Kimberly Marquette, papermakers pull away, defeat the Hilltoppers, great passing game that the Hilltoppers have. Your thoughts initially, your first thoughts on that game. 49-33, Kimberly with the victory. A game, though, that was entertaining. You Very know, entertaining. Some folks kind of questioning, why are you going to do a stream? Kimberly's going to win in a blowout. But as we talked about, Marquette playing in a, a very good conference, so the yes. greater, me- greater Metro, a lot of good teams in, in that league. Uh, so it was a game that uh, Kimberly kind of jumped out, and then all of a sudden uh, Marquette made it a game. It was, it, and then it was back and forth. They were tra- trading touchdowns. You look at that wild uh, third quarter, uh, 34 points Ooh. combined scored in that quarter. But obviously Kimberly, is just, just too much firepower. And um, Kimberly doing what Kimberly does, 67-game winning streak now, a state record, nation's longest winning streak, and that sets uh, up the big one uh, on Friday night. But I, I liked what I saw offensively Alec Rosner uh, moving the ball guys stepping up making plays Frymouth uh, another now receiver yeah, another there's another guy coming up yeah coming up that that's making big plays in big time situations of course DJ Stewart really had to carry the load after John Nett went down with the early with the leg or ankle injury 263 yards 30 30 carries three touchdowns put it on his shoulders and I know Steve Jones told you that that might have been uh, yes. uh, DJ Stewart's best game so uh, Kimberly offensively looks very good, looks very polished, and looks uh, like a <laughs> another strong contender again to uh, maybe get to Madison and, and, and go for that fifth straight state title in that fifth straight 14-0 and season. That's amazing. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about the Kimberly Finalike matchup. Uh, that's our game of the week. That's our live stream coming up. Uh, that's going to be at Kimberly uh, this Friday, 6.45 p.m. on, on postcrescent.com is where you can find that. Uh, but let's get to Appleton North's big win over Nina. I think we were a little shocked at the score, Brad, be- just because of Nina, how well they've been playing defensively. And then Appleton North, though, we had been saying this for the last three weeks, Brad, something about this Lightning team. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. Eye-raising score, 45-7. I've got right here, 45-7, and a lot of folks thought that was going to be a barn burner because that Nina defense, as we talked about, been, really had a nice season, a lot, a lot of athleticism, a lot of speed on that side of the ball. They made it difficult for Kimberly during the regular season to score points. Yes. Kimberly needed to uh, eke one out there against uh, the Rockets late in the season. So 45-7, and how many times have we bragged about uh, guys, uh, the North offense, Led again, and I, I'm, I'm pr- maybe I'm his biggest cheerleader, but I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Carter Robinson. I think he's an outstanding quarterback doing things that 
in some ways kind of reminds me of way back uh, in the day, Kevin Rohr from Xavier and even a That's Matt before Ferris, my time. Even a Matt Ferris at Xavier. They were so good at doing multiple things within an offense, and the coordinators and the coaches were so comfortable giving them that, uh, that volume of offense to, to operate under. Rohr and, uh, and um, uh, Ferris could, you know, you could give them multiple plays, and they could just by reading the defense choose which play they right. wanted to run. My guess is it might be something similar to Carter Robinson. Of course, when you watch North play, they'll line up and then they'll kind of look at the the sideline and get yeah. that last uh, that last <coughs> bit of instruction, last bit last bit of coaching. But he can spread the ball around. He makes the right decisions based on what he sees defensively. A lot of weapons in the passing, <coughs> excuse me, and running game, and then the big offensive line. Uh, Appleton North Bayport. We'll talk about our predictions coming up. I don't think it's going to be much of a game, in my opinion, okay. and I think you kind of know which way I'm leaning on that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, 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 and again, interesting to point out, Robinson's just a junior. Yes, a junior. So he still has, he's still coming back, folks, next year. So a heck, heck of a game for that young man. Wrightstown takes out Xavier. We were a little shocked at this score too. I think just the the way that the Tigers' defense was able to corral Xavier, a high flying team really made it difficult for Hunter Plowman, the Xavier's outstanding quarterback. Yeah. Did that score a little bit shock you a little bit, Brett? Absolutely. I, I forget the final. I don't have it in front of me right now. Was was it 15 to 7 or 15 something? 15 to 8, I believe. 15 to 8, was. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wrightstown with the win. It, it surprised me completely because I picked Xavier to you win did. because yes. I, they were, again, offensively, they were moving the ball um, and uh, dropping down from really a kind of D3, which we're used to seeing yes. Xavier play, into D4. I thought Xavier was going to maybe take this into the state quarterfinals. And not just that. <laughs> you know, Wrightstown the week before, Peshtigo, they had just gotten past Peshtigo, too. They, they won, but very easily could have yeah. lost if that 25-yard field goal doesn't hit the upright. Right. Le- at the end, Peshtigo wins that game. So credit to Coach uh, Steve Clister. Defensively, we saw it when we streamed uh, Wrightstown at, at Little Shoot, where they blanked uh, Little Shoot. And, yep. of course, we all know the Mustangs uh, traditionally have had a very good offense. Um, I can't... Uh, I guess I I, it, I learned my lesson. Don't pick against a team that has a very physical, very tough defense and relies uh, on the running game and can possess the football. So congratulations to Wrightstown. Uh, they made a believer out of me for sure in, in beating a, a good Xavier squad. Right, and Xavier really, and when you look at the, 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 the seven or eight points that they scored, that, that, that the that, only team that, that stopped surprised. them before was Menasha, and that's a Division three team. So congratulations to the Tigers. Uh, we're going to talk about their next game because their next game against is against Freedom, which got past Little Shoot, Brett. Uh, your thoughts on that? Because I, to me, I thought Freedom, I actually picked Little Shoot to win that one just because of the, the recent history in the playoffs. But both you and Rosie said it was Freedom, and that actually came to fruition. It did because I, I guess I looked at it, and I think I said it last week, Rosie. I, I yeah. It was a coin flip game. Uh, <coughs> it's always a good game when, when these two teams meet up. Such good rivals. They're just right down the road from each other. And it, and it was very close throughout the whole game. Too. Very yeah. close. It always is, it seems like, in football, basketball, uh, you know, track, uh, there's some good matchups. It's just it's a great rivalry and a lot of good athletes at both schools. Had it been at Little Shoot, I probably would have given the Mustangs the edge just from being unfamiliar at turf. That's why I picked Freedom, and it was a close game, and it was back and forth. I think it was 22-12 Irish beat the Mustangs. Right. Again, defensively, Freedom playing good football, versatile, a little bit uh, offensive. they got a good quarterback in Verhasselt that can do things uh, on the ground, and, and he's, he's a good uh, – uh, I think, is he a DB? Uh, linebacker. Linebacker. So I think he had a big interception uh, in that game against uh, the Mustangs. So Freedom Wrightstown, boy, that, that, that's going to be a, a, a heck of a game. Um, an all-Northeastern <laughs> Conference showdown in the state quarterfinals in Division Four. Who knows? Well, let's, let's start. Who let's knows let's how let's that's going to go? Let's segue into that. We'll, we'll start with Wrightstown and Freedom, Brett. And well, Freedom, 
uh, handed Wrightstown its only conference right. loss, the only and loss of the season for the exactly. Titans Exactly, so and far. That we have to keep that in mind here when we talk about the, these two teams. Well, let me look that up while you talk and a little well, bit. Well, I'm going to say because, now look, I, I'm going to go with Wrightstown. I'll pick first if you don't mind. Okay. I'm going to go with Wrightstown. I, I, I picked Wrightstown to be in the D4 final. Okay, I, I think I had them losing to Lodi in my predictions from a couple weeks ago. I'm going to stay with that, obviously. I, I just think the Tigers, coming off that win over Little Shoot, or I'm sorry, over Xavier, mm -hmm. to me is as impressive as it gets. If you can hold that offense, you know, to, to one touchdown, essentially, you're doing something right. All my questions that I had over with their little win over, their, their one-point win over Pesh to go, they, they, they massaged my fears, Brett. They answered your question. They answered my question. So I think they're hot. They're back on, the, on a roll, and I think they're going to just slip past Freedom because that game is going to be epic, as we all know. That's a game that I consider the, uh, streaming as well just because right. uh, an all-Northeastern battle, a good rivalry. The inclusion of Wrightstown in that pocket of teams has been a positive with Little Shoot, FPL, Freedom, Wrightstown all so close to each other. Uh, you look at it. was a Week 7 score. 26-10 Freedom beats Wrightstown. That was at Freedom. I'm going to be with you. I think uh, coming off a, a, a victory against a, a, a very good offense that Xavier can pose and the, and the matchup problems that they can give you with the receivers and, and, and how well Plum, Hunter Plowman was playing, I'm going to go with Wrightstown beating uh, Freedom, but that's going to be a battle. Right. And uh, I think it's one of those coin flip games again, but it, with it being at Wrightstown, it's their home field. They don't have to load onto a bus. They're just familiar surroundings, familiar turf, familiar locker rooms, everything. I think uh, Wrightstown's going to hold on and, and get to that state semifinal round. Interesting stuff. And I think they're going <laughs> to possess the football. They're, again, ground-and-pound type offense uh, with, with um, you know, Steve Klister. That's, that's always been traditional how uh, Wrightstown operates in the hard-nosed defense. I think they're going to hold on to the football. They're going to just gonna grind out yards. And it'll be close, but uh, I think the Tigers prevail. All right, I agree with you on that. Brett and Rosie? Uh, I'm going to go with Wrightstown also. Wrightstown this year, they remind me of the, the year the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Okay. They had a fantastic defense. And offense, the, the Trent Dilfer the years? The Trent Dilfer <laughs> years. The gotcha. very same. Okay. They, they just seem like that defense is getting better and better and better. And like you guys said, to hold Xavier's offense to eight points, that's saying something. And they've been... I think we've seen it since the little shoot game at the the final game of the season. They just they really have started to play excellent ball on defense and their offense ground and pound. I uh, got to give this one to uh, to Wrightstown. So all right, so so uh, we we all pick Wrightstown in that one. Well, let's go to the second of the three games. Now, Brett, I already heard your pick, kind of. You basically you said, you know, Appleton North and, and Bayport, and, and you think it's Appleton North all the way. Uh, we'll, we'll let you start on that Well, listen, one, I got a lot of respect for Bayport. Yes. Coach Gary Westerman uh, has, has built a very strong program up there. Um, Kimberly Roots, of course, with Coach Westerman. But um, listen, Stevens Point comes in. I know Spash was playing good football. They, they needed a Week 9 victory they, over Fond du Lac yeah. to get in. So they were playing hot football. But we've seen Spash a couple times, and in, in looking at the stats – they rely really on one guy offensively. Kajewski. Yeah, Kajewski. Uh, yeah, Kajewski. Colton yep. Kajewski. And that was a four-overtime game against Bayport. It was like 57-51 like or that, something yeah. like that. I don't have the score in front of me. That's not going to happen against Appleton North. Right. I think Appleton North's defense uh, is going to shut down uh, Bayport enough, and I just think that the North offense, as we talked about, has way too many weapons. I think I think North's going to win by a couple scores. Okay. I don't think it's okay. going to be as close as some people think. I think Appleton North's going to uh, not cruise into the state semifinals, but it's going to raise some eyebrows, though. I, 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 th say. I think so. I mean, Bayport undefeated right now at eleven and zero, uh, and uh, uh, 
North, I think. Well, they only have the ten. They're eight and two they're because of the two, week yeah. nine bye. So, but two losses against Fond du Lac and Kimberly, they're battle tested. They played a, a really good schedule, and I just think that offense and they look hot. Uh, as they said, putting up forty-five points against a, a, a speedy, athletic Nina defense that raises eyebrows. I just think that uh, I think North's going to win. It, that's at Bayport. I understand that, and that's not an indictment against Bayport. But w when Spash comes in. And 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 uh, and does what it does against uh, Bayport. What's what's an, a, a prolific, diverse offense going to do against the Pirates' defense? I think they're going to put up some points, put up some yards. And again, I think it's a, a two-score win, win at least. Brent, that's very good points that you just made. We'll go with Rosie here, and I'll kind of finish up on this game. Rosie, your thoughts, real quick. Appleton North Bayport. Uh, I got to go with North on this one. I they just seem. I think I've said it a couple of weeks now. They're the most complete team. I think okay. in the whole playoff system right now um once again they did it uh they had i think believe they had a fumble recovery on a kickoff on special teams again so they're so doing it all phases all phases and i i think there, there's definitely be definitely going to be some points scored in this game but i i think um uh at north is just going to end up pulling away after a while and they'll move on to to kimberly probably well yeah now you know my pick for uh <laughs> well, good. We'll start with you then for the Kimberly game. But, uh, yeah, I, I also go with Appleton North. And, and I know Bayport's a, a different team with Cordell Tension. When we saw them against Notre Dame, he wasn't playing. But, yeah, Appleton North. And, I, I, I again, just from hanging out with the team, talking to the coaches, talking to the players, they are hungry. You can always sense when a team is hungry and they have that gleam in their eye, man. They, they, they know that this is their shot to do something. And they, I was as shocked as anybody when I saw that score against Nina. I thought they'd beat Nina, but I think it wouldn't be. I didn't know it would be a 45-7 yeah. kind of clobbering. So, hey, I, I am not picking against Appleton North. In fact, I picked them to make the state semifinals on my predictions a couple of weeks ago. So I'm going with Appleton North on this one as well. So that's three, three sweep on Wrightstown. And Appleton North were both picking to win their uh, uh, state quarterfinal games here, Brett. Uh, so that leaves us. Actually, let's let's we're gonna we're gonna wait on Kimberly final. Like we'll, we'll we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But, okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that soon. But uh, Kimberly. Next topic. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> next topic, Brett. Okay. Uh, uh, tough venues. Scary yeah, venue. Something a good that. Story. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And I and I got to give credit to Tim Johnson. It's a fun when, one. When, when he brought up this uh, this the storyline, like, oh, I wonder how he's gonna exactly tackle that. Is it gonna be you know kind of. A little, a little bit too cute, or how, how is he going to – no, he attacked it the right way. He's talking about uh, basically, you know, like those kind of home court advantage or home stadium advantage. I think he did a great job because a couple of our venues from this area, which we all know and we have been a part of, especially when you look at Torchy Clark, Brett, mm. they really fall into that realm of, of, of unique, tough for opposing teams to come in and play in those environments. Tim Johnson, i got to give you credit. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was kind of a surprise story. I, I just <coughs> saw it pop up in my Twitter feed. I'm like, oh, what's this about? And I, I, I read it, and Torchy Clark Jim was number one on, right. on his list, or at least the first uh, venue he, he looked at. Of course, uh, those who don't know Torchy Clark Jim is right here in Appleton on the campus of Xavier High School. It is a classic uh, bandbox of a, of, a, of a basketball court, old school uh, low ceilings. Uh, players sit on the benches. Bench, yes. like a true bench. It's yeah. an actual bench. It's not padded seats. They're on the first row of bleachers, and uh, it is loud. You are packed onto the court, and it is a it's a hornet's nest for an opposing team. I can see why. Uh, if you look uh, historically, and Tim had it in his story that the winning percentage that that uh, Xavier's had, and they're they're riding a very long home uh, court winning streak as well. Of course. It helps to have uh, the team that they've yeah, had. Yeah, the one in the state title last year. Yeah, and, and they've been, what, three straight state championship yes. games, and you know they're going to be preseason number one coming in in uh, D3 this season as well with with that uh, backcourt. So um, I love going there. And, and if you get a chance, if you love high school basketball, 
it's a great venue. It's a great venue, and I and I've had uh, my oldest has played there as as a member of an opposing team. Yes. And it sucks <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah. you, when you're cheering <laughs> yeah. for them, but it's still an awesome atmosphere. And that's why. And that's a compliment yeah. to say that it sucks because that's how good the home court advantage is. It, is so lo- it doesn't even have to be a full gym because yeah. the ceilings are so low. It's just so loud. I, we love streaming games there. Yes. Love yeah. catching a game there. Right. And uh, it, it's, a lot a, of it's, fun. it's old school. Yeah. I, w- I wish they would go back in the day. I remember one time going to uh, – this was years and years ago where the students, they like exited one – area of the gym on one side they went all the way around on the outside you know through the school hallway yes. yep. and then came flying back and then i also uh, back to the uh, on the other end of the court and then sat down they've gotten rid of that and I yeah also they stopped there yeah i also remember that they would bring at halftime ladders out and the students would windex the backboards and clean them all up and <laughs> make them oh, nice. i was like oh this is so cool and i can see why uh, opposing teams hated it and opposing fans oh, yeah. though, but it that, that's what makes a home court advantage yeah, and Rosie, uh, real quick, your thoughts on that because you've 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 actually you know with the logistics part of it, you've had to set up you know uh, uh, you know our everything that we need to do the yeah. live streams there. You, it's you got cozy the same feeling, it, yeah. yeah. It's cozy. It, it's cozy. You get a uh, friendly confines with uh, the home team crowd. It's uh, but it's it's a fantastic place to to shoot. It really <coughs> is. It's so. I mean, in the age of these super gyms and this, it's so nice and it, it's just. Cozy, I guess, is the word I want to use. Multi-purpose gyms now. I mean, you, a lot of them they put the divider down, so you try to keep it yeah. confined. But this right. is this is old yeah. school. It, the it way is old it, school. It's the original gym when the school opened in the early '60s. Yeah. So it's back when Blyer was playing. Huh? Rocky yeah. Blyer played okay. on that court, yeah. and of course named after the legendary Gene Torchy Clark. Who yeah. Built a, a, a pretty good football program, at, I think, at Central Florida. He's now since passed, <coughs> but a uh, very legendary coach. Uh, won a lot of championships. I yeah. do I do want to point out one thing that he mentioned on there. Obviously, some of the, the venues he was talking about football, a lot of that has to do with the team being great, you know, Kimberly, that kind of stuff. He mentioned Luxembourg-Casco with where the stage is on one side and then the, all, the fa- all the stands are on the other side. That's actually how my old Amaro High School used to be, too, <laughs> where, you know, you'd have the stage and mm-hmm. the pet bands on there and then the, the court. And then everyone has to pile up on the, on the opposite end. I thought that's kind of also very similar old school. Well, have you, have you been to Casco, Jim? I haven't been there recently. Okay, again, uh, now that Casco is part of the Northeastern Conference, and now I have a, my younger son is part of that league but at a different school. I've been to that gym twice. The first time I walked in, I'm like, oh, what is this? I mean, <laughs> you have bleachers completely on one side. Right. Then you have the court. You have the, 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 the players that mm-hmm. sit the benches. And then on the other side is nothing but a stage. Yeah. And then the, that's where the students – that's the student section. Oh, I oh, didn't wow. know. They sit, we never did that. They wow. sit on the stage, okay. like around. The, you're, and you're, you, you could probably tap these guys as they're w- or, uh, running by. The, the stage is like on top yeah. of the court. That's awesome. It, I got to admit, that's cool. You know, at first I was like, come on, what is this? And then I, I, I've grown to think, okay, this is pretty cool. And they even had like the old time, I don't know what it's called, but like slats where they had the boys and girls of, of the Spartans, uh, boys and girls basketball teams, their names and numbers. That's what we had too. Oh, kinda, okay. Same thing. I, I don't know if it was written down or if they, they – but it just hangs. Before the season, they, they make their little name cards, and they, then they, yeah. they, sl- they slide them in. Yeah. Kind of like they do at Wrigley, you know, kind of the old yeah, school. Yeah, it, pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I could see in a situation he, – he, and Tim brought up the wrestling program, uh, Powerhouse at Luxembourg Casco. I can see where that would be a hornet's nest there, too, where you got, you know, yeah. everybody kind of – but it, basketball, it's a, and they've had some good basketball teams, boys' basketball teams and yeah. girls' teams. I can see where you get the, the students, the full students, on the, in the stage – in the middle of the court, you know, and, and then you got a, a pretty substantial uh, set of bleachers on the other side. That could be a loud 
atmosphere and uh do they bring bleachers in on the stage or do they no. they just like look Let over each they, they other sit, they, they, the first row the kids are sitting uh, you know with their ha- their legs dangling and yep. they're kind of sitting there and then okay. st- the students kind of fill up behind them that's oh, outstanding all right. i yeah. can't believe we never did that at Amber. we had we just had the pet band on the stage well, we could have had the students we didn't even think about and that. then uh, underneath yeah. underneath the baskets uh, the walls are like not i mean it's it's close you okay. don't have any seating section and then all on right. the other side of a uh, big seating area and then there's kind of a, a balcony but it's all sort of connected it's I've, I've grown to kind of i've it's i've, I've kind of like the, the going there now because it is old school but it, it was yeah. i'm glad he he brought that up that was a, that was a good uh, choice to put on his list yeah just outstanding stuff good story but so uh, congratulations he, he mentioned kakana high school too. he did he did now that, that's a multi-purpose facility but yeah. they do it they do a great job there of, of really enclosing it in a basketball game. And then game they turn off the lights so that for, for wrestling. Or, or turn off the lights around it and the lights are centered on the stage. It's yeah. really, really cool. Good on on, the, on yeah. the court. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah and then, like of course, the, the Kokona wrestling program is outstanding. And then they yeah, they, they put the spotlight down when, when the wrestlers are coming. So they do a good job of making that a tough place to play as well. Outstanding. Hey, next topic real quick. I, and I want to show you this. Rosie, can you get it on the camera on me? I uh, have this sure. picture. I, I, I'm, I'm going to show you. And I, and I know you can't zoom in here. But this is a picture right here of Freedom uh, a Girls Cross Country Coach Thane Jones. No, he's not dancing. He's actually, I know it looks like he's dancing, but he's not dancing. He's actually pumping, pumping his right fist in the air. Um, or maybe it was his left one, I can't remember. But uh, <coughs> celebrating the fantastic win for the Girls Cross Country Team, the Irish, winning uh, the Girls Cross Country Titles uh, Division Two, the first cross country title for Freedom. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a very, very nice moment. That I was able to get, that I was able to witness, Brett, and if you and you know Thing Jones, big moment for him to show any kind of emotion. Is 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 is, is he's always he always yeah. looks crabby. Yeah, but, but no, he was he was waiting to see. We we're all waiting around. You know, they, they they turn the thing around and they they rattle off the teams. When he found out who the second place, that's when you find out who's first. And it was freedom. And, and, and he, he had to know though. He's keeping track of who's finishing where well, though, right? Actually, he didn't know, but his assistant found out he, like he was able to find out it's like we didn't tell Thane but yeah th- that we, we won we kind of knew beforehand yeah. just to position our photographer who was already there anyway doing a great work uh, Bill Glashine got that picture but yeah congratulations to cro- the cross, cross country team you know uh, Jackie Hens and Abby Murphy I talked to them afterwards uh, a couple of seniors there uh, it's been a long time coming because Thane has won it on the boys side and track but never he's gotten close but never won it on the girls I was going to say this side. was his third state championship team he's had back yeah, to in back like four or five years yeah here. back to back uh, in track and then now uh, girls cross country so they got some runners over there some some a- freedom's got some athletes they, they, they always they, have they, athletes. They, they win it's at a amazing. lot of things yeah and, and they do a great job and not just in cross country but in all the sports across the you know the spectrum it's it's incredible watch so a lot a lot, a lot of love out there for freedom so congratulations on winning that first title coach thane jones i'm sure i'll be uh, talking to you uh, soon when we talk about, you know, all area girls cross country teams, that kind of stuff. But uh, again, Craig, congratulations to the Irish. Also, I want to quick point out, I uh, want to give uh, uh, some props as well to the Kimberly Girls Volleyball team. They're our only area team, by the way, Brett, that popped on through the state. Uh, I know Little Shoot lost in the sectional semifinals to uh, Appleton North. They, Kimberly beat uh, Appleton North to get two states. So congratulations to Kimberly making their first state trip since 2014. They haven't won a state title, Brett, since 1999. Uh, it's a different century. So it'll be interesting to see if these papermakers can actually get the job done and, and win that state title. But congratulations uh, to, to them. So a Kimberly team's at state. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, imagine yeah, imagine no, exactly. that, huh? Go figure. Go, that's go a figure. surprise. Hey, also, uh, kudos though to Little Shoot to get into the second yes. championship. They, had a, they have ran into a buzzsaw in Luxembourg Casco. Luxembourg Casco was outstanding. Casco beat the top seed at Notre Dame. Uh, Tritons uh, in, a, in a great battle. I think that was a five-set battle in the sectional semis. Little Shoot came out, looked uh, good in that first set. I think they won like 25-12, and then Casco just turned it on and 
in the next three. And I'll have to look again, but I remember seeing like in one of the tournaments, I think Lux Bukesko actually beat Kimberly. Oh, and one, you know, I think in one of those tournaments, you know, what I mean, so they're, they're yeah, they don't don't sleep on Luxembourg Casco. Oh, a good. little shoot loss to a great, great team there. Yeah. So congratulations to the Mustangs. Also, uh, Kakana, Appleton North, a big boys volleyball section going on Thursday. The winner moves on to the state tournament. So uh, best of luck to both those teams. We'll be covering. I'm sure we have one of our guys over there covering that that big game. Uh, and now switching over, Brett. Kimberly Fond du Lac football. Here we go. Here we go. Our, our live stream coming to you at 6.45 p.m. Mm. Postcrescent.com. Also on Facebook uh, as well. Uh, Facebook. I'm just glad we can do the game. Yeah, we are glad we can do the game. Brett. That's no, all I'm going to say we got, about we that. We got nothing holding us back. Actually, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to have Rosie pick his for. I'm going to have Rosie pick first, then I'll pick, and then you can end it. So here we go. All Rosie, right. go ahead, my friend. Kimberly Fond du Lac. I'm going to go with Kimberly in a close one. I know – Fondy has been chewing at the bit to get this win, but third time is not going to be a charm this year. I still think Kimberly is too good through the uh, through the air. They're fantastic, and then when you you guard the air, you got uh, Mr. Stewart running like crazy. I mean, probably played the best game of his career okay. last week. I they're on a roll. I don't know. I I just don't see Fondy winning this one. Yeah, I think Fondy, uh, they had a nice win over Arrowhead. 17-14. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always a tough – anytime you, you play Arrowhead. Uh, so congratulations to Fondy. But I think, I, I think, I think Kimberly. And, and I think Fond du Lac is, is, has some injuries that maybe uh, they're not completely healthy. And um, my little bird, some of my little birds told me that. Uh, Fond du Lac, yeah, they're, 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 they're not at full 100%. And, you know, that they've been working on some different things to maybe compensate for that. So, uh, in my opinion, once you once you got to kind of go away from your main thing, you're kind of hurting a little bit. So I'm thinking Kimberly. I'm thinking Kimberly by ten points. Okay, uh, Kimberly, and I'll say it. Ag- yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Until somebody beats them, why would I pick against them? Yeah. Sixty-seven straight victories, state record, nation's longest yeah. wings, winning streak, as we know. Plus, it's on. It's on their turf. It's on their. It's uh, they pl- you know, playing on a fast track. They're not at Fruith Field like we saw in Week One, an epic battle in Week One that Kimberly won 35-28, but really wasn't decided. Until the end, yeah. uh, it was, you know, we, it was a upset alert was going on at that point. <laughs> although yeah. I don't know at that point mm-hmm. how big of an upset it was would have been because a lot of folks thought that Fond du Lac could pull out the the week one victory. But uh, Kimberly, at back, uh, you know, some fresh faces at, at different positions back then. Right here we are now in week uh, what twelve. Things have changed uh, substantially, and you mentioned now the injury bug maybe hitting uh, Fond du Lac a little bit. Um, I like Kimberly by. Uh, I like Kimberly by a couple scores as well okay. in that one. Okay. Yeah. So we have a full sweep on all of our three games. Yeah. So we all pick Appleton North, Wrightstown, and Kimberly. <clears throat> I think for good reason. Again, in my opinion, if, if let's just say Kimberly does somehow uh, lose next week. Because in my opinion, Appleton North is as good as any Division One team right now. I feel very strongly about Appleton North, Kimberly, and Wrightstown to possibly win their respective state championships. So I think, I think that goes without saying that we all feel strongly for these three teams that are left. It's hard to think about that because what were there fourteen or fifteen original teams? Now we're down to three guys yeah. left at the quarterfinal <laughs> round. So it's a little, it's a little season flying surprising. by. Yeah. yeah, just really cruise past this year. No, Maybe because yeah. we're just having so much fun, Rosie. Probably, huh? I think so. Are you having fun? Uh, over well, there? I'm having a blast. <laughs> Except that one time when it was really cold. But uh, well, hey. actually, 
fingers crossed that I'll be in the press box again. You know, I, I you didn't you didn't give me the pat on the back uh, last week because I, I approached Ryan McGinnis a couple times, seeing if we, we can make sure. Well, you don't like being hugged. I don't want to be hugged. I don't want to be touched. But I want I want a virtual high five. Yeah, we were able to get Rosie in the press Huge box. And it was very windy and cold out. Yeah, last are we going to be able to do that this week though? I hope so. Yeah. Oh, we'll try again. But huge props to you for yes making that now. happen. Huge props. I'm, I, looking fact, out, I'm looking out for you. I, I ought to get you like a big chocolate uh, cake or something for, <laughs> for that. Yeah, none of these you know, hostess well, cupcakes. Take take them over to Bill's over. <laughs> there at you go. Yeah. Well, ultimately, it was Ryan McGinnis, the AD, Kimberly, who made it yeah. happen because he could have just flat out said nah. Yeah. But Ryan's a Ryan's good people Great guy. and does a lot to roll. You used your power of suggestion and. I believe there's a little Jedi mind trick. Yeah, in there. yeah. You want Rosie in here? You yes. owe, you owe me a Bill's beef when we go to there. Steven's we go. There we go. A junior, one. junior beef. Maybe the end of January for the border battle. There we'll you see. go. Uh, oh, by the way, quick mention before we kind of wrap up here. Uh, Jordan McCabe mm. had that great charity Hoops to event. Help. Hoops to help. Uh, something that he's been put together for a couple years now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, raised twenty five or over twenty five thousand uh, dollars. Had some of the top basketball players, high school basketball players uh, in the state come, not just on the boys' side, but on the girls' side. Locally, well, we had Sydney Levy there. We had Tyrese Halliburton. Joey uh, Hauser was, was there. Tyler Harrell Tyler was there. Tyler was there. Brett, uh, you may Sid, know a little bit more than – Sydney Levy from the girls' side? Sydney yeah. Levy from Appleton North. Uh, Brett, you may know a little bit more than I do on this, but, uh, yeah, it, it was a great event. And, and and I thought, you know, McCabe, right or wrong, he, he gets a lot he's, – he's a, he's a focal point a lot of, of, of opposing teams, you know, a lot, a lot of – they're player haters, I guess what you want to say. But there's no doubt that this young man does a lot of work off the court. He doesn't get enough credit for it, Brett. Good kid. And anytime you can put something like this, get these look think of think of how much a respect he has around the state to get these top players, Brett, to come down here, take time out of their yeah. busy schedule for this charity event. Shows what they think of him and the, the yeah. respect that, that that he has uh with, with guys throughout the state and the guys that he's competing with. Uh I remember Ty, uh um Jordan uh, catching up with him right when he was getting ready to enter into high school or maybe he was in eighth grade, I can't remember, but we met him at a local gym in, in uh Kakanas. He was getting uh, mm-hmm. set for a benefit uh skills type thing then so he was doing this back bef- even before high school raised 20 f- this l- this last one which was on saturday uh it says here raised twenty five thousand dollars and uh, proceeds went to the family of macy van zeeland a young lady who yes. uh, recently passed away she was born with a bacter vector bacterial uh a kind of a rare uh chromosomal deletion and then it also benefited the mac fund and uh kudos to him twenty five thousand dollars is a is a big chunk of change and just using their talents, using what they can do on the court. Everybody sees it during uh, the, the the winter season. Obviously, some great games, and but he's using basketball as a vehicle to give back to his community mm-hmm. and give back to people that need. I have a standing ovation for him to do that. He doesn't have to do that. Very easy for a high school kid to say, "Back, this is my world. I'm going to West Virginia. Yeah. This is all about me." He doesn't. He's looking out for his community and getting these guys in here from the state of Wisconsin, kudos to them as well. Yeah, they some, did. some of them had to make, make, make some long road trips. Yeah, they did, and, and you know, and not just the fundraising. They also did a little clinic there with the kids, a bunch of area kids, and they were helping out. It was, a, it was a lot of people there. There was a lot of people there, and it was a great, great – this is the kind of thing that I think gets overlooked a lot of times when in our quick takes and all that kind of stuff in, in high school sports or any kind of level of sports, really. But to see a kid of uh, – you know, a high school kid – Putting something like this together, I think, speaks volumes. And not just him, but also the Kakana community. And also those those players taking time on their busy schedule. Kudos to all of them. And best of luck because, uh, I, I, again, I don't think this kind of kind of stuff gets enough gets enough coverage. Makes it feel good that maybe you know that, that there's good people in the young generation, yes. right? That they <laughs> actually they do yeah. they do Quit care. On the people he, that are going to have do. to take care of us someday. Exactly. <laughs> they care about exactly. they care about their community. But uh, standing out to Jordan McCabe, that was awesome. All right.
Our social media. You can follow me on Twitter at PC Ricardo. Follow Brett at PC Brett. See, don't forget about Jim Rosendick at Metal Rosie. Uh, so yeah, follow us there. Don't also, forget about tonight's show. Yes, I was going to do that and mention this last varsity roundtable tonight. We have Nina Tennis on the show. They finished second as a team. Uh, we have Kiki Rizgard, the individual D1 singles champion. She's going to be on the big show tonight along with Anna Beyer. I believe she was number two singles as well. So be sure to check that out tonight at 7 o'clock uh, on either Facebook.com slash PulseCrescent or on PulseCrescent.com. So please check that out again, Varsity Roundtable with the Nina Girls Tennis Team. Also got to plug where we're going to find Friday's live stream. That's yes. either on PulseCrescent.com, the Final Lack website. We'll have it to FDLReporter.com and both Facebook pages are PulseCrescent. And the uh, Final Act Facebook page is live at 6.45. We'll, uh, we'll kick things off. Okay, <coughs> sounds great. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the R&B Show podcast. Catch you next week again. Have a great week, everybody. See you then. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, There's you one. are amazing. Can you do two? Oh, yeah. Oh, this guy is good. Hey, McCarthy, I'm available. You, you almost have as good as arm as that uh, quarterback from Marquette. I'm available. <laughs> he had a can. You need a QB in Green Bay? I got one right here.